Hey everyone, this lesson is on the signs and symptoms of fibromyalgia. We're also going to talk about some conditions that are highly associated with fibromyalgia later on in this lesson. So if you want more information on fibromyalgia, including the pathophysiology, ways to diagnose and ways to treat it, please check out my lesson on that topic. So to begin, fibromyalgia is a chronic pain disorder. So the first symptom we're going to talk about here is widespread musculoskeletal pain. Musculoskeletal simply means muscles and the skeleton, so bones. So pain involving the muscles and the bones. And it is widespread and it is elicited by actually pushing on certain areas of the body. There is muscle tenderness. So there's tenderness in different parts of the body. We're going to talk about them here. And with fibromyalgia, most often it involves six or more sites of the body. And these tender points these tender areas that are this pain lasts at least three months. So those are two important notes to take away from this. So the areas that are affected are shown in this diagram here, but include the head and neck. So you can think of the back of the neck being affected. So if you were to push on the back of the neck, it would be tender. Upper chest and back. So you can see here these points and on the back as well. So mid trapezius. So the trapezius muscle here and in the area here around the shoulder blades that would be tender. There can also be tender spots on the outside of the elbows, on the lower back and buttocks, and on the inner side of the knees. So these are the tender points or the tender spots where an individual with fibromyalgia will have pain, especially when there is pressure or when these areas are pushed on, they can feel tenderness in these areas. And again, six or more sites involved for at least three months. So that is the main symptom we're going to see with fibromyalgia, but there are many other associated symptoms as well. One of them is called allodynia. So allodynia is actually a sensation of increased sensitivity. So if you were to actually touch or even just rub an area of your body very gently, it can be very, very sensitive. It can actually feel painful. So this is what we call allodynia. Individuals with fibromyalgia can also have stiffness of their muscles and their joints, and it seems to be worse in the morning, and it improves as the day goes on. So they can have stiff elbows, stiff knees, those types of symptoms, and again, it's worse in the morning, and it gets better as they go throughout their day. And they can also have a feeling of the joints being swollen, although the joints aren't swollen. So they can feel swollen, feel stiff, get better as the day goes on, but they're really not swollen. Now, another very important symptom with regards to fibromyalgia is fatigue. And the fatigue can be persistent and chronic, and it can be very debilitating for patients with fibromyalgia. So very significant symptom for patients. Sleep issues can also occur in patients with fibromyalgia. And what usually occurs is that they can be easily awoken in the morning hours or early morning hours, and they have a difficult time getting back to sleep. So again, they can have fatigue, persistent and chronic and then it gets worse because they have these sleep issues where they get woken very easily in early morning hours. They can't get back to sleep and they can essentially have, you know, decreased sleep leading to even more fatigue. So this can be very problematic for patients as well. Now, some other associated conditions or associated symptoms of fibromyalgia include depression. So the depression is actually highly associated with fibromyalgia. And this goes along with anxiety. Anxiety is also very strongly associated with fibromyalgia. So these two are very, very tightly associated with fibromyalgia. There can also be concentration issues as well. 
certain cognitive disturbances, difficulty focusing, difficulty keeping attention on certain tasks. And this can be termed fibro fog. So they just don't have clear thinking. Their thoughts are not clear. They're not able to focus. They're not able to keep attention. So again, anxiety and depression are very, very strongly associated with fibromyalgia. And then there's also these concentration problems. So difficulty focusing, difficulty keeping attention, and difficulty really thinking. Some other symptoms of fibromyalgia include tension type headache. So tension type headache is like a band stretching around your head. So it's bilateral. It feels like a band that's been pulled around your head. That's a tension type headache, very common type of headache. So everybody has had this type of headache. It's usually due to muscle strain. So again, tension type headache, more common in fibromyalgia patients. Fibromyalgia patients can also have migraine issues. So migraines are headaches that are unilateral and pulsatile. So this unilateral, so one-sided on one side of their head and it's pounding headache. And migraine type headaches may be associated with an aura, so a strange feeling that precedes the migraine. They can also be associated with nausea and vomiting and sensitivity to light or sound. And we can also see paresthesias. So paresthesias are like pins and needles sensation on certain parts of your body. So numbness sensation, tingling sensations, and it's usually in the arms and legs. So again, it feels like little pins and needles in certain parts of your body. So again, tension type headache more common in fibromyalgia, this band stretching around your head, this muscle strain type of a headache. Migraine type headaches more common as well. Unilateral, so one-sided, pulsatile, so it's a pounding type headache, and it can be associated with an aura, nausea, vomiting, and sensitivity to light and sound. And then paresthesia, so numbness, tingling sensations, usually in the arms and the legs. So now we're going to talk about some conditions that are associated with fibromyalgia. So patients with fibromyalgia can experience these signs and symptoms too. One of them is irritable bowel syndrome. So irritable bowel syndrome, bowel habit changes with fluctuating constipation, diarrhea, or both. And it can be worsened with stress, worsened with certain dietary selections. If you want more information on this topic, please check out my lesson on irritable bowel syndrome. Patients with fibromyalgia are more likely to have GERD as well. So GERD is gastroesophageal reflux disease, so you can think of it as heartburn. So it's where the gastric contents can enter into the esophagus, causing this burning sensation, so heartburn. So patients with fibromyalgia can be more likely to have issues with heartburn as well. So again, irritable bowel syndrome, bowel habit changes, fluctuating constipation, diarrhea, or both, that is worsened with certain triggers. And then gastroesophageal reflux disease, they have heartburn. So these two are associated with fibromyalgia. The next associated condition is Raynaud's phenomenon. So Raynaud's is discoloration of the hands. So it will look like this. I'll talk about this a bit more in detail here. So this type of discoloration of the hands is due to vasoconstriction. So the little arteries in your hand can become constricted. So they can close off, leading to decreased blood flow to these parts of your fingers or your digits. And it's oftentimes triggered by cold temperatures, but there are other triggers as well, including stress. And the key with Raynaud's phenomenon is that there's at least two color changes. So you can see where there's like a change to a white color. So when the arteries become constricted, there's a very clear border between where it's constricted and where it's not. So you can see this very clear area here where it becomes very white all of a sudden. And then as time goes on, that white color can turn into a blue color. So it becomes cyanotic. And then it can eventually turn to a red color. So it becomes perfused again. So blood can enter into that area. So it usually 
at least two color changes are what is needed for Raynaud's phenomenon. So Raynaud's phenomenon, again, associated with fibromyalgia. And then dry eyes are also associated with fibromyalgia as well, where there is issues with tear gland or tear production. This is often caused by autonomic dysregulation. Actually, both of these can be caused by autonomic dysregulation. And what that means is that there is an issue with the nervous system functioning in these parts of the body. So it can be an issue with how the nerves are actually regulating the arteries in your hands and how they're regulating some of these other structures in your eye. And then there can also be issues with orthostatic hypotension. So this condition can be associated with fibromyalgia. Hypotension means low blood pressure. So this is also caused by the same issue, autonomic dysregulation. So there's issue with how the body actually is sensing changes in blood pressure and actually trying to regulate your blood pressure. So what happens here is that when an individual stands up quickly, their blood pressure drops because a lot of blood can be pulled into your legs and other parts of your body. And when you stand up quickly, you need that blood to be able to actually reach your head. So you need to increase your blood pressure. So there's a slight drop in blood pressure, but normally your body will correct and react to that through your nervous system, bringing your blood pressure up so that you don't feel lightheaded or faint when you stand up quickly. But in patients with fibromyalgia who have this associated problem with orthostatic hypotension, they do feel lightheaded when they stand up quickly. Their nervous system doesn't react the way it should when they f- stand up quickly. So when they stand up, their nervous system doesn't react to increase their blood pressure, to constrict their blood vessels, to keep their blood pressure up. So they feel lightheaded, they feel faint, and they could even have issues with falling because of this as well. And again, orthostatic hypertension caused by autonomic dysregulation. There's a blood pressure drop that's not corrected properly when standing up quickly making patients feel lightheaded or faint. So I hope you found this lesson helpful and informative. Please check out my full lesson on fibromyalgia, including ways to diagnose and treat it. And also check out my lesson on fibromyalgia and different types of diet that have been shown to help with fibromyalgia symptoms. So if you haven't already, please consider liking, subscribing, and clicking the notification bell to help support the channel and stay up to date on future lessons. Thanks so much for watching, and I hope to see you next time.